0: Welcome to the Illuminated Word podcast. Each day we'll look at a text from the weekly readings from the Westgate Church Bulletin. We will look at background material and also application of the text. So once again, welcome to the Illuminated Word podcast. Our reading today comes from John chapter 20, verses 19 through 23. This is another account of the Great Commission. Uh, As you look at different accounts, like in Matthew 28, at the end of Matthew 28, we have uh, the Great Commission. Also, in Mark 16, we have the Great Commission. In Luke 24, we have the Great Commission. In Acts chapter 1, we also have the Great Commission. And we're getting snapshots at different places where Jesus has commissioned His followers to go and make disciples, to go and make other followers of Jesus. So you're getting different pictures, different snapshots. In some cases, it's the same episode. In others, it's a different episode. So in John 20, we're getting a different episode. This is not the same Great Commission that you read in Matthew 28. The, the reason we know that is, this Great Commission happens inside of a room, and the Great Commission in Matthew chapter 28, it happens on top of a mountain in Galilee. So there, there's a difference here in what's happening. And, and really, Jesus is giving us more details about that commission. These are not competing stories. They're, they're not trying to tell the same story or the same event. These are two different events. but They give you more information about what is the commission of the church. Christ has has died. He has risen from the dead. He's about to ascend back to the Father. He's giving final commands for His church. This is what He wants for us to do. Here are the marching orders for His people. So I'm going to read to you once again from John 20, 19 through 23. This is the ESV version. On the evening of that day, the first day of the week, the doors being locked were the where the disciples were for the fear of the Jews, Jesus came and stood among them and said to them, Peace be with you. When he had said this, he showed them his hands and his side. Then the disciples were glad when they saw the Lord. Jesus said to them again, Peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, even so I am sending you. And when he had said this, he breathed on them and said to them, Receive the Holy Spirit. If you forgive the sins of any, they are forgiven them. If you withhold forgiveness from any, it is withheld. A lot of interesting things going on here in this passage. So I just want to back up and think about what day is this? It tells us it's the first day of the week. In John's gospel, the creation narrative is really important. John is telling us that Jesus is bringing in a new creation. That's why he makes it uh, such a big deal that Christ was raised on the first day of the week. In this passage, you're going to hear echoes from the Genesis account. So you should listen to those echoes because John is telling us something about what Jesus is doing. It's also interesting that the followers of Jesus are afraid. They're fearful, and that makes me feel better because there are times I'm afraid too. But you're going to notice a drastic change. Once the Great Commission happens, later in the book of Acts when the Holy Spirit comes upon the followers of Jesus in a powerful way, you will see courage and boldness. So right now they're afraid. The doors are locked in. And here's this mysterious thing about this passage. We know that when Jesus rose from the dead, he had a physical body. He was not a ghost. Um, he tells his disciples in one place, he says, A spirit hath not flesh and bones. He said, he said look, I eat food in front of you. Feel me and touch me. I'm, I have physicality. So here we have this physical resurrected body with the scars of the resurrection, but in some way he's able to appear to them in this room where the door has been locked. So that, that's mysterious. There's something different going on here. And then they're glad to see him. There's this rejoicing. But he gives them peace. He says, peace be with you. And and you see this, this central theme happen uh, when you go back and look at when the announcement of Christ and his birth happens. There's this announcement of no longer be afraid. Be of good cheer. And then we see here at the resurrection, the same theme is... Don't be afraid. Don't be fearful. Have courage. Be of good courage. Um, Now, he gives us some instruction here. As the Father has sent me, even so I am sending you. Something I want you to think about this morning for a second. As the Father sent Christ, now he is sending us out as the church. So when we think about the church being the body of Christ, we need to go back and look at the ministry of Christ. How did Jesus minister to the lost sheep of the nation of Israel? And when we look at that model of, of, of teaching and, and blessing and discipling. That is the same model the church should follow. Except now we're going to the world. Jesus came to the nation of Israel. Now he's sending us to the world in, in the same way that he came to Israel. So as we look at the ministry of cross, we learn what our ministry should look like as the church. Now, here's something that, that I, I really like, and here's some good uh, theology, if you like it. This is some good stuff. He breathes upon them and says, receive the Holy Spirit. Now, think about that for just a minute. Where, where have you heard of God breathing on people before? If you go back to Genesis 2, it says that God breathed the breath of life into the nostrils of man. That, that word for, for breath back in Genesis is ruach, which is the, the word for spirit, uh, in, the, in the New Testament, the word for spirit is pneuma. Uh, in the Old Testament, it's ruach. So God is breathing the spirit, the, the life into man in Genesis 2, 7. And now we have Jesus giving supernatural new creation life. So before there was this old creation life that was given uh, to Adam. But now through the resurrection, Jesus breathes upon his followers and says, Receive supernatural life from the Holy Spirit. So there's this connection going on with the book of Genesis. But in verse 23, notice this commission, what that's going to bring about. This commission, this going forth and preaching the gospel is going to bring forgiveness of sins. The church is going to carry this this vehicle for the forgiveness of sins. We're going to see in Acts 2.38 where Peter tells them to repent and be baptized for the forgiveness of sins. So this idea of, of being made whole again, being forgiven of your sins, receiving God's mercy and grace is going to come through the proclamation of the church. So today as we think about this other commission that Jesus gives, this is not one that's competing with Acts or with, with Matthew twenty eight. This is just a different commission. This is a different episode that gives us more insight into the mission of the church and in our mission to go and make disciples. So what can we learn? Well not to be afraid, that God gives us a spirit of courage, not a fear. God has in, 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 imbibed us with his spirit. He's given us his Holy Spirit to empower this mission. And then on top of that, as we think about, okay, what does it look like in the 21st century to go out and minister to people and make disciples? I'm looking back at the ministry of Jesus. I'm getting plugged into the gospels. And I'm drinking deep from the Gospels, and I'm reading and looking at the life of Christ and saying, okay, what did his ministry look like? And if we're the body of Christ, then it should look like what Jesus did. Well, I hope today's reading, I hope today's teaching has helped you, and I hope to see you back tomorrow.